cheapskates are glad it's free, it's the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. The podcast that woke up to another non-woke day. He once frightened a slinky into going back upstairs, it's Medicare expert, Doug Jones. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another thrill-packed, exciting episode of the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. We are so happy to have you with us. As my Canadian nephew, Drew McMillan, just told you, I am Doug Jones, your Medicare expert. I'm going to be here all week, so please tip your waitresses. Uh, this is uh, this is my favorite time of the year, the frenzy, the fr- the, the complete uh, craziness of AEP has begun. And it is uh, right now leading people to do crazy, crazy things. But uh, we are going to maintain our sanity. We're going to be a little island of normalcy in the midst of the annual election period, which some people call open enrollment. Other people call the annual enrollment period. The actual name given by your federal government is the annual election period. And we are here to uh, enjoy everybody else's uh, frenzied activities. Now, you can read a little bit about the frenzied activities in my book, Medicare for the Lazy Man 2022. This book is available in any number of places, mostly Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. I might have a frog in my throat. In any event, um, Medicare for the Lazy Man is going to explain to you why all the fall derail that's occurring every year at this time is really a big waste of time. And uh, why, as an observer, I can sit back and laugh at all the the wasted effort and uh, anxiety that people go through, because what they're doing is they're buying a type of coverage or selling a type of coverage that I do not recommend for people Uh, all of these TV ads that you see this time of the year, especially they're more numerous. Uh, All of the uh, junk mail that's piling up in your daily mail deliveries and, and so on and so forth. This is all geared towards selling people on changing their plan from one type of plan, Medicare supplement to another. Medicare Advantage. Or if you have a Medicare Advantage plan already, what they're trying to do is get you to buy their special brand of Medicare Advantage. And as Randy and I have both learned over the years, you're going to be bucking for trouble. You're going to be cruising for a bruising with a Medicare Advantage plan. Some people never have a problem. Others find that it's frustrating and, and irritating when they learn the true elements of a Medicare Advantage plan. I have uh, one client who is leaving a Medicare Advantage plan. They they were clients of mine with the Medicare supplement. They answered one of those ads and uh, wound up enrolling in a Medicare Advantage plan a year ago and have 
thrown in the towel and said, no, that was a huge mistake. We want to go back. Well, fortunately, the husband who is uh, the insured here is a healthy guy. The wife is the one who accidentally made the mistake, and she is now regretting it. But I'm able to help the husband because he is still healthy enough to qualify to get his Medicare supplement back. Um, I have another client who is a 98-year-old woman whose Medicare Advantage plan that was provided by the state of Wisconsin just went away, just pulled up stakes, and they said at the end of this year, we're through. So find something else. Well, of course, the Medicare Advantage companies swooped in like a bunch of uh, uh, pelicans. Pelicans? No, uh, buzzards. And uh, (laughs) they were were, uh, all over her. And she was confused, and so her nephew was able to contact me and say, what's the best course of action here? Well, I found her coverage that's better than she had for $68 a month. Imagine health insurance for a 98-year-old for the cost of $68 a month. That is the nature of the high-value, high-deductible Medicare supplement plan. This woman is going to have more leftover cash every month than you ever could have believed, than she ever would have believed. Uh, But for her, it was lucky because when the plan goes away, she has the right to uh, uh, get coverage elsewhere. When uh, she makes the decision that she had uh, an error of judgment and she wants to go back to the wonderful world of Medicare supplements, then she uh, must prove that she's still healthy enough to qualify. So that's that's what I'm up to uh, lately is uh, helping people with those kinds of problems. Randy, are you uh, involved in any sort of uh, interesting uh, activities at this time of the year? Or what's going on in your life? Well, I'm, obviously, I'm looking forward to Halloween. I'm, I, I love Halloween, not necessarily for the standpoint that most people think. I'm not, you know, a big Halloweeny Halloweener, but. Uh, oddly enough, or strangely enough, or in my family, my entire history of uh, my mother and father, my grandfather and grandmother, my great-grandfather and great-grandmother were all married at their individual times on Halloween. No kidding. Was so, that, uh, I can see where the first couple might have done it, uh, and it was coincidental. Did the rest yeah. of them say, let's do the same thing they did? or Yeah. It all, it was a planned planned attack. So yeah, Halloween means a lot of a different sort of things to us and my family. But the thing I was going to bring up is, you know, last podcast you brought up something for discussion that just absolutely just shocked me. I, I could that, see that you looked shocked, but I wasn't sure if it was my doing or not. And that is that if you have a Medicare disadvantage plan, Mayo Clinic nationwide won't touch you with a 10-foot pole. Yes, that's true. That's a recent change that takes effect on January 1st of this year. My question is, how many other major, highly respected, specialized uh, medical facilities are going to follow suit? Well, you know, back in the back in the West, Midwest, Western Nebraska, where I was born and raised on a ranch, we used to have a saying that said, where there's smoke, there's usually some fire. And then somebody's cooking something on it, right? That's right. So if you see the Mayo Clinic refusing to touch a Medicare Advantage payment plan, you know, like a with a ten foot pole, 
you can bet there's a reason for that. And my guess is, is that Mayo Clinic, they're not stupid people. Probably, they're probably not. They're probably <laughs> not taking that payment method because it sucks. Oh, did I really say that? You did, but that's okay because accuracy is the biggest defense for any sort of uh, any sort of vile statement like that. I will say also, um, a person, the average person that buys a Medicare Advantage plan, typically buys it for two reasons. And when I say buy it, a lot of them are free, so they uh, enroll in a zero cost plan. But a, they don't like to spend money, and b. Uh, they want to have protection if something bad happens. And then also they are promised a lot of free stuff that can come along with that plan. What they're not told, though, is the downside of having a Medicare Advantage plan. What if you come up with some weird kind of cancer? I know somebody who is, uh, she's my age, went to high school with her. She now has pancreatic cancer. And not everybody treats that with the same degree of uh, success as some of these special cancer treatment places. And she's going to one in uh, Houston, I believe. And if that one, if she has a Medicare Advantage plan, and I don't know what she has, uh, and if they decided to stop accepting payment from her Medicare Advantage plan, she'd have to dig deep into her own pocket. I happen to know she has more than more resources than the average person does. But other people that are looking for salvation from the same kind of disease would have to go look elsewhere for uh, medical treatment. They'd have to pay for it themselves. I think that would be a slap in the face to a lot of people that have been promised by their Medicare Advantage plan that they've got the greatest thing in the world. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a great point, Doug, because I think I'm kind of like most people in the world. Uh, you know, my doctors, my, my, you know, my personal physician, those kind of people, I, I get associated with them. I get to know them. They get to know me. And I don't like switching them up all that much. And you don't like to have to switch them up, no. you know, to be no. told by a bunch of bean counters. Okay. We're canceling the contract with this uh, series of doctors and yeah, you go find no, yourself another one for no good reason. I mean, okay. So let's say, let's use your, your example. You know, let's say you've got some really, really uh, you know nasty sort of cancer and you're, you know, you're having a Dickens of a time treating it. And, you know, it's just a, you know, it's a, that's the last thing in the world you want to you know worry about is that your that your Medicare Advantage plan is going to dump you on your head and say, oh, by the way, we don't pay for those anymore, or Absolutely. we want we want to take you to another network. Yeah. Uh, but it's just it's just absolutely in that particular situation where you were fighting for your life. That's the last thing in the world that you would need to really really have to worry about. Well, absolutely. And what have we learned recently? In recent episodes, we've learned not only uh, when a contract dispute happens between an insurance company and a, a string of hospitals and doctors, uh, and if the uh, if the doctors and hospitals are not going to service those um, Medicare Advantage members anymore, then the company, the insurance company, just says, "Okay, pick a new doctor, or we'll pick one for you." Yeah. Now, wouldn't you like? Yeah. Wouldn't you like to have a little input in the doctor that uh, you wind up being well, treated by? You and I've talked about this before, but I just it just really, really jacks my jaw to think that somebody that got out of college last year is going to put my name in a bucket, flip a coin and say, yeah, Randy needs to go to the vet clinic down the street in his little small town in West <laughs> Nebraska. Well, then what did we read about more recently? Uh, there was a uh, very uh, big expose about 
Medicare Advantage throwing old ladies. Now, it might be everybody, but uh, the the examples they use were old ladies, uh, surgical patients out of their rehab nursing homes. You remember that? I do. Medicare gives you a certain amount of time in a rehab or a clinic or a nursing home if you need that sort of uh, treatment. And uh, especially after surgery, I think that's kind of important that um, you can't stay in the hospital because it's too expensive. So they send you to uh, like a halfway house. Well, it turns out that if you're covered by a Medicare Advantage plan, the plan can walk in there and say, "Okay, your time is up. Get out. Yeah, so and, what? So you go to the front counter and they they move you over to a rehab facility, which is fine, probably more appropriate, probably better facilities for what they're trying to accomplish. But then you say, hey, hey how long do I get to stay here? And they say, well, according to this twenty uh, year old, let's say <laughs> this just, this guy who just got his CPA last year. Yeah, he just got his CPA license last uh, maybe last year, according to this. We're allowed to feed you supper tomorrow night, and then you're out of here by lunch. And the uh, article that we read said that the only way that uh, they were able to lengthen their stay was to file the paperwork, the legal paperwork for a review or a a protest of their their, uh, plan. So then the plan could not take any action until the decision was made. And what they would do is they'd say, okay, we changed our mind. We won't have you thrown out of your nursing home and then two days later they just do it again and that would go on that one woman had her uh her um plan protest uh three no it was 11 times that uh during the course of the weeks that she had to stay in a rehab home for recovery after surgery they wanted to throw her out 11 times and she had to protest that through legal channels that were set up by the law. And uh, that's the only way she got to stay in the home. She had to keep protesting that uh, decision. So it's, uh, I think these people are verging on, uh, I don't want to say criminal. What do I want to say? They're cold, heartless, cruel uh, people who are looking more at the bottom line than they are at the welfare of their clientele. Their grandfather's name was Ebenezer. And you, uh, yeah, Scrooge. <laughs> Scrooge, yeah. The other the other thing is that, gosh, I mean, nobody wants to be worried about that when they're trying to convalesce after some probably long-term serious surgery. I mean, you don't want to, every week, you don't want to think you're going to get thrown out next week. I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous that somebody would do that. That's why there's a nursing home advocacy group that is designed a way to shortcut and simplify the appeals process so that these people that are going to get thrown out of their nursing homes can use a form that they provide, and then they can just reuse it when the plan reneges and then uh, starts the eviction process a few days later. They can just keep using that same form, and it simplifies things. So I think people ought to go back and listen to maybe – episode 405 or 404 whenever uh, we discuss that and they will find that uh, the link to that form near the end of the podcast episode but you know i'm i lied to you randy i was going to uh, offer you the choice of many different interesting articles that we could uh, address today but now you got my dander up and <laughs> not my dandruff but so I've got one article here. This was going to be mixed in with the batch that you could have chosen from. Okay, the he- cool. The headline of the article is the lawsuit by 
Kaiser Health News, I think it is, prompts government to release Medicare Advantage plan audits. The government knows that these people are conducting fraudulent activities. The government knows that they are owed billions of not millions, but billions of dollars with a B in fraudulent activities. And so um, I thought I'd just read this little article. This is one of many. I'm not going to read all of them, but I'm going to read this one. The federal health officials have agreed to make public 90 audits of private Medicare Advantage health plans for seniors. And I'm not even going to complain about having to use that stupid word seniors for seniors that are expected to reveal hundreds of millions of dollars in overcharges to the government. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and I'm not even going to complain about how they can't spell their own acronym, they agreed to release the records to settle a lawsuit filed by Kaiser Health News against the agency in September of 2019 under the Freedom Information Act. Now, that was three years ago. This article was um, printed four days, three days ago. No, four days ago. and But yet the lawsuit uh, was filed three years ago. It's incredibly frustrating that it took a lawsuit and years of pushing to make this vital information public, said a San Francisco attorney who represented one of the parties pro bono. Transparency on a real-time basis should be the norm for the public to have oversight of this multi-billion dollar taxpayer-paid program. Under the settlement, CMS, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, agreed to pay $63,000 in legal fees to the law firm and to make its best efforts to provide documents over six weeks. In making the payment, the agency did not admit to wrongfully withholding the records. The director of the CMS Communications uh, said the agency is committed to safeguarding taxpayer dollars and strengthening program integrity. Sure you are. Sure you are. And it said they will provide additional records in accordance with the terms of the settlement agreement. They want to keep this under the rug, apparently. Um, So Kaiser Health News filed the suit in district court in San Francisco to obtain the audits conducted for the years 2011, 2012, and 2013. CMS officials have said they expect to collect more than $600 million in overpayments from the audits. The agency has disclosed the names of the health plans under scrutiny, but nothing else. The cache of federal audits and other documents provided should uh, provide the most extensive look to date at a secretive government auditing program known as Risk Adjustment Data Valuation, or RADV. The audit program has struggled to prevent Medicare Advantage health plans from overcharging the government. The RADV audits check medical records to make sure that patients have the diseases that the health plans are being paid to treat. Past RADV audits have shown that Medicare Advantage plans often cannot document their claims. Under the settlement, CMS will release the audit spreadsheet showing which medical diagnoses could not be confirmed, but will redact the overpayment amounts. The audits for 2011 through 2013 are the most recent ones completed. CMS is expected to decide how to compute final overpayment accounts later this year. The industry has long opposed RADV audits, 
arguing the sampling methods are flawed, even though they are widely used in other types of Medicare audits. Enrollment in the privately run alternative to Medicare more than doubled during the past decade. Why? Because they steal money from the federal government and they they hold it out as a uh, uh, little um, uh, bait for people to sign up so they can have free dental care and all kinds of stuff like that. Mm, boy, that's going to come to a screeching halt if these guys' feet are held to the fire. Uh, anyway, that's my opinion. That's my observation based on what I see going on. Many seniors, I hate that word, chose choose Medicare Advantage plans because they tend to pay less out of pocket for them than for original Medicare. But critics argue the plans cost taxpayers billions of dollars more than original Medicare. And the other thing, too, is that when you have a Medicare Advantage plan and you have a serious medical uh, course of treatment that's going to be expensive, they come and get you. you. When you can't do anything about it, all of a sudden your maximum out-of-pocket with a Medicare Advantage plan is much higher than any maximum out-of-pocket in any Medicare supplement plan, upwards of $11,000 a year. And uh, it based, it's based on what kind of coverage you have and what kind of treatment you get and everything else. But they rake you over the coals uh, financially if you have a Medicare Advantage plan and you need treatment. So keep that in mind. They sound good because they're not that expensive to acquire. Uh, the worst expense when you acquire a Medicare Advantage plan is that after the first 12 months, you don't have the right to go back to a Medicare supplement plan, the Cadillac of all health insurance, you have lost that right. You have to prove that you're in good health uh, before you're able to do that. I'm looking at about six pages of lists of these Medicare Advantage plans. By God, every Johnny come lately in the world has decided, you and I ought to start a Medicare Advantage plan. Randy, why don't we do that? I, yeah, really. Let's just, let's just, well, I, I'm going to follow the model of the ones that are already in existence, Doug. I'm going to call up and say, you know, I've got a lot of sick people, sicker people than you could ever imagine in my county. I think I need to get a lot more money per participant, and yep. I think I'll be able to do, Plus, I'll do better. Be sure and tell them you don't want to have to prove it. Just say privacy yeah. prevents you from disclosing the, the actual facts of the case. They well, have to take your word for it. Yeah, and then there's the other thing, as you know, based on other discussions that you have uh, facilitated on this podcast, is that the people that uh, run the Medicare Advantage payment systems, they went to school. Uh, uh, basically, the, the way they trained them is, whatever it is, just say no. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. first the first time out, and then finally, when somebody really has the uh, time and the attention and the the you know, the gonads, might I say, to file a claim or file a grievance or, you know, a an, dispute appeal, sure. or a, an appeal or review, whatever they call it. And just just it's magical that people that actually file an appeal quite often, vast majority of those get approved. Oh, my God, we made a mistake the first yeah. time. Yep. We read about that time and time again. They'll deny payment knowing that most of the people will not appeal. And when a yeah. few people appeal, they've uh, they've actually got to pay bills for a lot less uh, treatment than they would have had to if they had done what they were supposed to originally. Yeah. And here now here's a related type of a human behavior. It's not it's not 
totally related in the insurance perspective, but there's a there's a situation on the internet where you know if you get somebody to sign up for a ten dollar a month plan for you know whatever that chances are because it's if you make it difficult enough to have them cancel that ten dollar monthly plan they won't and you'll continue to get your ten dollars a month forevermore because nobody really wants to go through the grief of canceling the plan and it's yeah. the same sort of a situation. Absolutely. And one final thought before we let everybody leave and go back to their daily lives. Um, I, it just occurred to me while you were talking that Medicare Advantage plans are like roach motels. Because yeah. once you've been with a Medicare Advantage plan for 12 months, you have lost the right to be able to go back to a Medicare supplement plan, which is where most people with serious problems would rather be. And yeah. uh that once they go into a Medicare Advantage plan, it's like a roach motel. They can go in, but they can't go out. That's right. So that's a great analogy. I love that. Well, you know, we are out of time, Doug. That's a sad thing. Every every episode comes to an end at some point, and we have, crickets, must move on, the, though. The crickets have chirped, although I, I usually cut them out, but the crickets have chirped. There's a few, you know, little business items Administrivia, I want to take care of and make sure we don't That's an forget. interesting word, administrivia. Administrivia, yeah. I heard cool. that years ago back in corporate America. It made you sound much smarter than you really were. Well, don't tell me that you're not smart because that's a, that's a stroke of genius right there. So here we go. Get your pencil, folks. Write Doug at dbj at mlmmailbag.com. He loves to get email. He's a very unhappy camper when he goes out to his mailbox. He has to cry. He has to walk all the way down the mountain to get to the mailbox because it's down on the main road and there's nothing in it. He get it just upsets him. So then, so there's that. Write him. Write him questions. Anything you'd like to know about Medicare supplement plans and why to stay away from a Medicare disadvantage plan. Go to the website. Lots of great information there. Not That's not all related to Medicare. There's some drag racing there. There's a lot of stuff on the website that you'd <laughs> probably like to see. www.medicareforthelazyman.com. Go to Amazon. Get yourself some books. Stock up on those. Medicare for the Lazy Man. Simplest and easiest guide ever. 2022, the green version. Get yourself the audio version, the Kindle version. While Doug is looking after your best interests in his fortress of solitude. He originally came from Oklahoma, but now he lives in Cave Creek in his fortress of solitude, way up in the mountains, above the tree line, behind Cave Creek. And today, I think I'm going to place it at about 5,000 feet. Reasonable. I like that. Thank you so much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Bye-bye. <laughs>